0: Consciousness inherits a conceptual framework through which to perceive and interact with itself. The mind seeks to try and resolve the conceptual with more concepts.
1: We've taken ourselves to be that mind and words and we've taken the words to be the truth.
0: In spirituality, if we can even call it spirituality, we're not seeking to reconfigure concepts, we're seeking the actual nature of the conceptual, of the mind, of anything that can be known.
1: Just have a really good look directly. That's the beginning. Everything that you are experiencing is you. You are the whole experience. It's all the same source. Whatever is making the planet spin, is making the trees grow and your cells regenerate. It's an unfolding of
0: just incomprehensible, inconceivable intelligence it's now and it always is now it's just this it's not about upgrading anything or redefining anything it's just about the suchness the isness of this timeless moment in which you are absolutely engaged because you are it you literally only ever find
1: yourself everywhere you go you only ever find yourself
0: welcome to another non duality podcast nick heim here from nisagayoga.com And here with me once again is Paul Dobson.
1: You cannot say in words what this is. That's the thing about this. Any statement you make about it will, if you follow it enough, undo itself. Although words can be used maybe skillfully and artfully to point towards this and it can actually... The right combination of words can actually just set something off in someone. Uh, uh, and it's unexplainable why that is. But we've just mistaken them as the actuality as opposed to this kind of tool set, which they are. They're kind of like a little toolbox we've got, a little add-on. It's almost like being involved in a cult and then going through some deprogramming system. Like, okay, you've been indoctrinated into the human condition. So that's kind of what we're our situation is. But now time, it's time to kind of you know wake up out of that and realise that particular experience of reality. It's, it's one segment of reality. It's maybe the tip of the iceberg of infinity, but it's like the tip of the iceberg just poking above the water. And the whole truth is just this infinite iceberg underneath the water that you just, you know, that never ends. So uh, we're just, we're living in this tiny,
0: tiny segment. Yeah. So the mind has overlaid... A conceptual kind of framework from day one that you are told what this is, what you are, who you are, what you need to do, how you should do it, what the goal is. Consciousness inherits a conceptual framework through which to perceive and interact with itself. The mind comes along and then seeks to try and resolve the conceptual. With more concepts Mm. in spirituality, if we can even call it spirituality. We're not seeking to reconfigure concepts, retell a story. We're seeking what is the very substance or essence or nature of the conceptual, of the mind, of anything that can be known, Mm. the sensory world, the conceptual world. The kind of limited thinking that we're and learning is that the concepts themselves are absolute the mind just can't possibly
1: ever grasp this it's the wrong tool for the job altogether it's it's functioning to split everything up so it complicates something which is very simple but we've taken ourselves to be that mind and words and we've taken the words to be the truth as opposed to like just an add-on just a like it's like you don't take the app to be the phone do you Then we try and escape that situation using the same situation. We try to escape the mind with this complication valve called the mind. Light is just being shone through a prism that makes it appear fragmented. And it's seemingly complicated, but always remains utterly simple, utterly perfect. Just trace that light back and back to its source. Look at the thought. What even is a thought? What is it made of? It's actually made of pure divine intelligence so yeah so just follow that back see what it's made of and you'll find it's actually not a problem um because it can't be made of
0: anything else it's all the same same thing yeah we believe that say a headache it's not life it's not reality it's not god it's not the absolute so we then go to war with that headache it's not meant to be there And it also means something about me. It means that I'm suffering. It means that I'm in pain. And it means that I'm not there yet. I'm not holy enough yet. I'm not spiritual enough yet. I'm not pure enough yet. So we kind of identify with that headache or that pain or whatever it is. And we split ourselves up into multiple parts and into duality. Yeah, exactly. And also those experiences, the confusion, the headache,
1: they aren't what you think they are. It just looks
0: like a headache, it looks like confusion. All of this is God, all of this is reality, even the headache, even the, the concepts about the headache or the self-concepts you have about yourself as a result of the headache, even the battle, even the acceptance, even the movement toward getting pain relief or doing some yoga, it's all God, It's all it's all reality. And in a way that's kind of blasphemy because It goes against the usual accepted version of events in life. It's a little bit like what um, the Gospel of Thomas says, that the kingdom of God is within you and it is outside of you. Yeah. Present within all, present as all. Um, So even that headache is 100%. No matter what it is, it is 100% the, the kingdom of God.
1: Even that, I'm not seeing it yet. There must be something wrong with me. I'm not seeing clearly. Is is still it? It's what? What else could it be made of? Even if you don't see it, if you see it or don't see it as that, it doesn't matter because it, it's still it's still the same thing. It's mm. all the same source. Um, whatever is making the planet spin is making the trees grow, is making your body, um, you know, pump the blood around, and your cells regenerate. Is making these the same thing that making these thoughts appear. And we just judge one thing as good, one thing as bad, which is also the miraculous magic show. Um, and yeah, it's it's incredible. Thoughts, feelings, imagination—you know, this imaginary stuff—is not referring to anything actual. But as you say, it's completely made of mm. something which is true, which is actual reality itself. And at that, and so there's no need to try and stop thoughts whatsoever.
0: Yeah, but it's also absolutely appropriate because that's what's happening as well yeah.
1: <laughs> maybe at one stage in someone's life or unfoldment or whatever you want to call it these kind of things are helpful maybe just to see that you can't do it you know just to try try your hardest to control things just to see aren't you, these thoughts come from nowhere and they disappear and just to see you can't actually control them whatsoever they just do what they do and everything that you apparently do is, is done seamlessly, automatically.
0: That's it. We're always trying to f- resolve, aren't we? We're always trying to resolve this moment in countless uh, endeavours, and not just in spirituality, in every kind of mode of seeking possible. We're trying to find that, s- that solution, that final answer, that will somehow drop everything into place and somehow make everything tidy. In our pursuits, we're getting away from this moment So on an experiential level, we're actually making more confusion. We're actually creating more entanglement, avoiding the answer, avoiding the solution. If there were a solution, if there were an answer, it must be found here. It's here in this moment. Yes. And it's funny, we kind of trick ourselves as humans that we
1: will find a philosophy that will kind of capture this humans have been philosophizing since the beginning of time and have seemingly gone around the circles and not gotten any closer because what is is so simple and so obvious right now what is it and you you find out you can't say what it is just have a really good look directly that's the beginning for me like that is like okay actually I don't know I can't deny that I am Experiencing right now, there is definitely experiencing, and it's not something we've signed up for. It's like it's here, whether you like it or not. It's here. You are alive. You are experiencing. The body is just appearing in the experience. You are the whole experience. Everything that you are experiencing is you,
0: because you can't. There's no possible way of you can't
1: separate yourself out.
0: Yeah. There's nothing complicated about any of this right now. You know that you are experiencing. What is it that is experiencing? And do you find a divide between your experiences and you, the experiencer, between the experiences and the experiencing itself? It all seems to be one undivided experience. All you can actually say about anything you,
1: that ever happens in your life is it's all just experiencing 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 that's all you ever experience and what even is the you that you're talking about there as well because the you is kind of the experience we're just talking about this raw experiencing that's all you can say is is a you
0: we're never not watching all of this experience even the experience that we attribute or the mind attributes as me my actions my behavior my habits my words my thoughts so we experience it all. It's experience. It simply is experienced. You could say it's witnessed, uh, it's known, but the witness and the witnessed are not two. The experience and the experiencer are not two. There's no need even to kind of call it pure experience or even direct experience at that point, because what is indirect experience? What is impure experience but another experience? You only find whatever that is that isness, that aliveness, that consciousness. You only ever find that really. You, consciousness you experience only ever find experience only ever find consciousness or whatever word you want to put on that yeah
1: you literally only ever find yourself everywhere you go you only ever find yourself that's why they call it the gateless gate isn't it because you kind of you appear to be going along a path and then through a gate of some kind and then you look back and the gate's gone and the path's gone Mm. And it was always seen to be how it is, and you were always where you were.
0: In I Am That, uh, somebody asks Nisargadatta, What is realization? Who is a realized man? By what is the yani recognized? And Nisargadatta replies, There are no distinctive marks of yana. Only ignorance can be recognized, not yana. Uh, nor does a yani claim to be something special. Any experience is always possible it, you don't have to fight anything anymore you don't have to fight any kind of experience because no experience can define you there's only this present experiencing there's no you separate from the doing there's no you separate from the being you are that and all is that is there any way to know that this moment however it's appearing is inappropriate or is out of place how would you know yeah this is how this is the, the present appearance because it is (laughs) because it is because it can't be what anything else you know that recognition is sanity yeah no insanity is is to then look at this present appearance and to be at war with it to resist it to say oh it shouldn't be like this this isn't how life should be yeah i mean what gives our little minds
1: the arrogance to say that when you look at the incomprehensible complexity and intelligence of the universe and how it's done everything, how it's made the sun shine, how it makes everything grow, how it's made you grow, you know? And then to say, oh, this thought shouldn't be appearing. <laughs> it's it's done pretty well so far. I don't think it's made a mistake with this particular thought you're having or this mood you're having. It's an unfolding of just
0: incomprehensible, inconceivable intelligence. My wife's growing some sunflowers at the moment. You could look at the sunflower that has emerged and say, oh, it's seeking something, it's seeking self-actualization. It's seeking the sun. You know, it's seeking to come into its fullness and, and be really beautiful. Or you could just see it as a movement of life. It's simply just life responding to itself. Even if... Uh, Some kind of natural disaster (laughs) happened where the sunflower gets blown over by the wind. The sunflower is not at war with the wind. It just simply is. And you are no different. You are absolutely no different. Wherever you are, however you feel, whatever you're thinking, you are like that sunflower. You're not seeking. You think you're seeking. But what is that thought other than life responding to itself?
1: Like That's what we call surrender. It's not a doing. It's, it's a noticing of the fact that that is actually what's happening. The sunflower is totally surrendered to whatever's going on. There's no, there's no resistance there. It's all just kind of life just doing its thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that was always the case anyway, wasn't it? That flowing of events, that unfolding of experience. It was always the case whether you whether you were apparently overlooking it or whether you were pursuing a certain path which uh, somehow gave you hope and, and in other ways kind of distorted the whole thing. it was always the case, and there was nothing to hold on to anyway, no one to hold on yet it, it is as it is it always it always has been as it is and and even saying it always has been refers to time doesn't it it refers to the past and it and even that can be a little bit kind of misleading in a way it always has been like this it was prior to this but no it's now and it always is now it's just this it's not about upgrading anything or redefining anything it's just about the suchness the isness of this timeless moment in which you are absolutely engaged because you are it you know you never weren't engaged in that uninterruptible flow of life.
1: It's kind of like the mind's sort of hanging on at the edge of a cliff and it doesn't know what's below it but actually below it is complete bliss and freedom and everything else but it just won't let go. It will find stuff even if it lets go it then finds another rock to hang on to or a branch or something else even though none of them actually exist because it's got nothing to hang on to. Once The more that mechanism is seen through the more it kind of just kind of It almost undoes itself because it is the mind that sees through the mind, really, and it kind of just kind of collapses by itself.
0: Mm -hmm. If there is liberation, of course, it's not liberation because you were never in bondage, you weren't in prison. But if there is liberation, it's that recognition of that flow, that flow of events, that (sighs) ungraspable nature of the isness of experience, and that you can't avoid what you are, you can't find what you are, you can't become it, you can't change it, you don't need to change it, it's just life as it is, flowing, appearing as it is. And it's all absolutely that, and nothing other than that. Whatever is happening, whatever you're thinking, whatever you're feeling, is that.